0: what's up you guys welcome back to the stella ray herself podcast as always don't forget to screenshot this post it on your ig story tag me tweet me a screenshot or you know an aesthetic pic an aesthetic boomerang if you're listening to this on your hot girl walk in your car at the gym wherever love to see it thank you so much to everyone who's been listening and supporting and i just really love doing these i feel like It's really when the real ones come out and like, I don't know, I just feel like we talk about real, real shit on here. I mean, it's like a talking shit podcast, but it's just fun to, fun is kind of like a basic word. It's inspiring, motivational, heartwarming, should we say, to just know that so many other people relate. Because I feel like I kind of use this podcast, well, like, oh my God, there is a lady outside with four dogs and two of them are in a baby. A baby stroller. Great. And she's wearing a bathrobe. <laughs> oh. Um, but, you know, I use my social media. I feel like my YouTube channel, my platforms, everything has always been kind of a reflection of what I have been going through in that stage of my life. And it's cool, especially as my podcast continues on to just know that so many other people feel the same way or think about the same things go through the same things, have the same realizations. Um, and I try to really, like, show that, you know, my IG story or, like, whatever, like, when you guys tell me, oh, I've been thinking about this too, or, like, oh, I have this book that, you know, related. Like, I try to repost shit like that so that um, other people also see, like, it's we are not going through this shit alone, like, bitches just relate. And I just think that's really cool. Anyway, how was y'all's week going so far? I am a bit shocked and stunned because I really feel like there is two weeks left of this whole year. At least, so it's Monday the day I'm recording this. I really have like two weeks, then I go back home for Thanksgiving. For some reason, I'm going to be there for like a long ass time. Um, Which is going to be really great, but I just feel like it's, I don't know, it's like I want to spend time with my family. It's just like, a little bit of a break even if I bring my laptop and do work it's just never like the same kind of focus as when I'm obviously like at home in my own space alone um which is gonna be great you know life doesn't have to like focus on working all the time but it's just like oh my god I really need to like hustle these next couple weeks and then it's like basically Christmas you know it's just like oh my god but with that being said I'm really I mean I'm excited period but I am really excited for Vlogmas this year because I want to do, like, a full Vlogmas. I think last year I just did the 12 days of Vlogmas. But it's just so fun to have that goal, you know, of, like, every... Oh, my God. No, she's crossing the street with her dog. She's like, what? And she has curlers in her hair. Is this real? Like, literally wearing Ugg boots, a bathrobe, pushing this baby stroller with her little dogs. Wow. Uh, yeah it's just really fun to have that goal of like posting every day um and it brings me back to the days where I would do that like in high school so I'm excited y'all have that to look forward to I've already been planning you know just like ideas and stuff because if you've ever done vlogmas or even if you've just watched vlogmas it can get a little hard to like think of stuff to vlog because it's like yeah there's things like oh decorate with me or like make christmas cookies with me or like whatever but then it's like not every day is like something i guess unless you're really dedicated but it's like but just have a lot of i don't know so hopefully it's gonna be fine <laughs> yeah i just feel like time i feel like this year flew by i feel like i say that every year but it's like really we're wrapping up the year it's crazy um just a few, this is not an astrology podcast, please know anything that I say on here about astrology, you can easily find by yourself, so I hope nobody comes here, like, for the astrology actuality. I mean, maybe you like hearing what I have to say about it, but you all could easily find, like, I'm not an astrologer. With that being said, this IG account that I've been talking about in the past few podcasts, leap of Faith underscore quotes... I love her infographics, you know, about astrology. She posts almost every day. It's pretty consistent, and it's very just, like, to the point, cute, stuff I want to know. And I like that it's only that, because I feel like some pages... I don't know. I like my feed to be very, like, what I want to see. And then I guess, like, you know, people I, I know, but I don't... I'm very, like, particular about who I follow, I feel but also, I don't know, I re- <laughs> this is just like a side note. Let me know if you relate. Do you, if you like go out and you're like meeting people, do you follow people on IG? Because I really used to never do that unless it was like, you know, I don't know, a girl I actually really bonded with. And now it's like I actually feel like we're going to be friends or like a guy that I'm actually interested in. Like, I'm not just going to follow a random on my ID just because, like, they followed me and they asked for mine and then I feel weird so they follow them. But now... So I used to, like, be like that. I was like, I only really want to follow, like, friends. I remember specifically saying one time, like, I only want to follow people I have some sort of, like, connection with, like, emotional connection. Like, we actually hung out. We actually, like, have been through something. <laughs> we, you know, it's not just, like, we met once and, like, okay, I'll follow you. But now... I feel like especially since like traveling more, and like you know sometimes you meet someone. I don't know. Now I'm just like I'll follow. Like yes, let me follow. I want to see what you're up to. Like, uh, and again, especially when it's like when it's people in other cities and like countries, but also like people in LA because it's like I want the tea, the local tea of like I don't know what's going on. What events are popping? I'm, like, what? How was this bar this weekend? Like, let me watch your. And it's, I don't know, maybe that's kind of obvious to some people, but I just never really used to follow people like that. Like, I was just very particular about only following friends and, like, I don't know. But yeah, I'm like, yes, let me follow this random bro that I didn't even have a conversation with. No, I mean, it's not that extreme. I follow under 300 people, but still. If you follow, you know those bros that follow, like, 2,000 people or, like, 4,000? It's like, what does your feed even look like? Are you scrolling through all your stories every day, like, watching stories? Because I really, like, don't. Anyway, things I think about. Something interesting, because, you know, last week was the new moon. um, So we were kind of talking about that. But something interesting that happened is Venus went into Capricorn on the 5th. And it's going to be there until March and next month i think mid-december we have venus retrograde um so it's going to be venus retrograde in capricorn so when venus goes into capricorn this is what this ig account said um you may be attracting more mature love you're not impressed by sweet nothings relationships become more serious love is shown through actions not words we won't settle for love that is less than what we deserve love must be earned not given freely so it's a little more just serious committed like not a hee hee ha because you know before Venus was in Sagittarius it's a little more just like fun lighthearted. um so I think that's going to be really interesting that those are going to be the themes occurring and then Venus is going to be in retrograde so I feel like we might all have realizations about like what we actually deserve I mean maybe you're already in a happy relationship so this might look different for you And, I mean, it's going to look different for everyone, whatever. You can, like, choose not to think about it, maybe one thing, But, you know, just kind of redetermining what is important to you in a relationship and what kind of people you want to date or attract or, like, are interested in. So it's going to be interesting. Also, Venus retrograde is because, you know, Venus is also the sign of, like, beauty and stuff. So if you're planning to get a BBL, don't get it during Venus retrograde. Or Mercury retrograde, honestly. I just remember specifically planning my BBR like after Mercury retrograde because they were like, oh, we could schedule it like this month. And I was like, no, I want to wait a couple months until the shadow appears. <laughs> and I am just glad. It. So funny. Anyway, so that's kind of your astrology update. Um, and, you know, I record this a couple days in advance. So the transits of right now may not be applicable in like a few days. But yeah, I'd recommend following this account if you are interested in, you know, the tea. And I feel like I've just been a lot more aware. I do follow some astrology Twitter accounts, but I, I don't know. It's just, I really only want the astrology updates. Some of the astrology accounts I followed, because <laughs> I have since unfollowed, but they just, there was like drama and the Twitter astrology community and like a couple of the accounts, because I didn't follow that many, but a couple of them, like, they would just be, like, beefing with each other. <laughs> like, bro, I just want to know where the moon is today. Like, can you take this to your personal account? Like, it was so annoying. <laughs> but there's a couple good ones I follow on Twitter as well. Um, yeah. Anyway, I just really feel like I want to get back on my, like, affirmations, my daily meditation, my 5 a.m. morning routines. And I kind of feel like since... Here, at least in the states, except I guess doesn't Arizona not do daylight savings? I don't know, but you know it's daylight savings, so I'm kind of back in my five AM days. Um, I just kind of want to get back to that because I I don't know I just now that I've been off lately, but I just want to be also I was like kind of on a PMS vibe and you know how like you think your life's over. And with that being said. Motivation for everyone. I don't know. Not really a realization. But I feel like this weekend, I was kind of like reminded of who I am. And it's... I don't know. This might kind sound kind of like shallow or... I don't know. I just feel... Well, I'm going to explain and then I'm going to explain. <laughs> um, I went out on Saturday. I felt cute. I had a good time. Um, I would definitely... This is, like, a lot of backstory, but whatever. That's why you're here to listen, right? Um, I would definitely consider myself introverted, I've realized. But I feel like because I spend so much time alone and, like, working from home throughout the week, and I just don't really go out that much, when I do pop out, it does kind of, like, reset me. But then it's, like, I'm ready to just, like, chill by myself and, like, yeah. Like, I don't want to be around people for too long. Um, but then the next – so I already was kind of, like, feeling cute, sociable, you know, popped out. Then the next day, I decided to take an IG just for fun, like I used to, because I just don't really do that anymore. I kind of want to get back to it, but I also kind of like the drama and shock value of only posting like once a month, like a photo, because I've been posting a lot of reels, but photo. Um, And I just did not really like the pic, and I wasn't really too sure about the outfit, and I was just feeling not so much insecure as just, like, unsure. And I was like, is this even cute? And I was like, but I want to post a pic. I don't want to have, like, taken these pics for nothing. And I posted the pic and, like, literally got so much love on the pic. And it's like, okay, yeah, to a certain extent, it's like, I don't want to base how I feel or, like, my self-worth on other people's approval, specifically other people's approval on how I look. Like, I know that. But with that being said, just the the emotions or, like, the experience of, like, stressing over something, doubting myself, feeling, I guess, a little insecure or just, like, unsure. Like, oh, my God, I don't know about this. I like, guess it's dumb. And then to have, to do it anyway and just experience the complete opposite reaction from people, it was kind of like, oh. So it, the takeaway is just, like, the realization to, bitch, shut the fuck up and just, like, do shit because then it's, like, even if people didn't fuck with it, it's like, what are they gonna do? Especially when it's something as dumb as, like, an outfit pick or just, like, a self... Like, you think you're gonna be flooded with hate comments on an outfit pick? That is not actually offensive. Like... <laughs> or, I don't know, something... Like, I just feel like I hold myself back a lot and I think I... I forget what... Maybe it was my, like... Reacting to old videos, but... I have filmed a couple of those. More coming soon. Might actually film another one today. But just like reacting to old videos from like, you know, 2015, 2016, like the old days. Um, and just noticing in these vlogs and like at that time just remembering like I just was like so confident and like sure of myself. And I think it was just like being young and naive and like you think you know everything when you're like 18. <laughs> Because I wouldn't I don't I wouldn't say like oh I got so insecure or like oh my confidence left me but it's just like you grow up, you experience things, you kinda of realize how big the world is and like how much you don't know and it's like okay, I'm not I feel like me like personally too, it's like I don't know, like I I don't wanna do too many advice videos because I'm not like a a certified therapist. I don't have a degree in psychology, like I don't really feel qualified. So it's kind of like it's, like, okay, yeah, be humble, but then also it's, like, how much of that is imposter syndrome and just, like, especially when it's, like, dumb stuff. It's, like, I just have a tendency to, like, really overthink everything and, like, I don't even know if, like, it would be considered a perfectionist because a lot of the times I just end up, like, doing it anyway. But, I don't know. This is all just to say, like, don't overthink bullshit. I mean, like, some people should probably be overthinking. Like, maybe you should think a little more. It's like, literally stop posting. Like, shut up. But for those of us who are just like, oh, I don't, I don't know about this thing. This pain. Like, what are people going to think? Like, is this gun Like, I don't even know. It's like, who cares? Like, social media is so much more fun when you just don't take it so seriously. But that's not to say, like, you know, if you're actually causing harm or being offensive. Like, oh, it's just the internet. It's not serious. Like... Obviously, there's a difference between an outfit pick and, like, something that's actually harmful. <laughs> but I, I hope you know what I'm saying. Anyway, so that was kind of, like, a, a moment I had. And I was just, like, dang. Bitch, believe in yourself. Like, even if it's a, some dumb bullshit, like, it just an Instagram photo. It's, like, that's not worth all of this stress. Also, <laughs> just, like, please chill. Like, please let me chill. Um, that's just, like, my brain. Let me know if you were late. Um, And then I know we've also talked about Instagram just kind of feeling awkward to begin with these days anyway. And, like, everyone's just, like, looking at you and, like, (laughs) whatever, man. It was just, like, a little reflection moment. (laughs) Anywhere. Moving on from that to something that really matters. Um, But I wanted to talk today about this new trend. I don't know if it's necessarily new, but I... This trend on TikTok and I guess just online in general, especially in my demographic, women ages 18 to whatever, I don't know, but dating femininely and being in your feminine energy and the difference between feminine and masculine energy, um, I've seen a lot about this and I think I have kind of talked about it before, just more so, I think before I did a podcast about, I don't know if, it was kind of like the feminine energy vibe, but it was more so about like, oh, the energy behind, uh, sorry, YouTube, you know, strict, um and the soul ties thing, that kind of vibe. I don't know if I've talked specifically completely about this, so I kind of wanted to talk about it because I feel like there are some aspects that I agree with and honestly relate to, and then there are some that it's like, okay, you guys are taking this too far, and it's actually the opposite of what I think you're trying to do. So, let me bring out my handy-dandy notebook. When you get a text message, it's Verizon. Thank you for your monthly payment. Okay. Um, so, this is from Amy Parmar, an article by her on Medium.com. Love that. Um, but... She, I wanted the like specific definition, you know, because I'm sure we all kind of have an idea of what it means to be in your feminine energy and masculine energy and kind of the difference between these two energies and yeah. Anyway, so feminine energy is about accepting, receiving, creation, intuition, reflection, empathy, vulnerability, sensuality. And then masculine energy is more so about giving and doing. It's more supportive, decisive, grounded, and logical. Um, and we all have masculine and feminine energy in us, supposedly, you know, regardless of our gender. Um, so it's more so just those, the different aspects of us. Um, and again, take this all with a grain of salt, but we're going to explain. So then in this article, she was talking about how you need both to have balance in a relationship. I don't know if you guys can hear the helicopter. It's maybe some, like, ASMR. A deeply masculine person will feel a natural draw to a deeply feminine person in a romantic relationship. If both lead either with the masculine or the feminine, there will be less polarity due to the energies being too similar. So then she talked about energetic wounds. This can occur when someone judges, censors, scares us, or offers some other negative reinforcement in response to us expressing ourselves in our leading energy. The negativity causes us to lack core masculine or feminine energy compared to what we see as the ideal, or leading with the core energy no longer feels safe. These bad experiences can lead us to embrace the polar opposite energy to feel better again. Thus, your leading energy has changed. So, for example, you know, learning... And I've actually seen people talk about this, and I feel like I related to it somewhat. Um, But, you know, like learning from a young age that femininity isn't safe and so many of us kind of reject, not necessarily so many of us, but some of us reject a lot of the, just reject a lot of femininity. Like, I don't know, growing up, maybe you, I mean, maybe you just naturally like hate the color pink, but like, did anyone go through a phase where they like hated wearing dresses or hated wearing pink or like, I don't know. But then I was thinking about how this could kind of, later on look like adapting the cool girl mentality in dating or like oh I don't want to be too emotional I don't want to be like other girls like you know I like to drink beer and eat pizza and watch sports like I'm just different like I like football it's like okay what are you trying to prove because it's one thing to like just naturally be like that but then if you're like trying to prove a point or prove that you're like different from girls who maybe are more traditionally feminine, like it's just a snake. Like, why? Um, yeah, I really think that, like, don't be too emotional because a lot of us are told that, and um, I feel like, a, a, especially men, but also it's like, oh, don't be like, no man wants a woman that's too emotional. Or we grow up hearing things like, oh, women are so emotional. So it's like we kind of learn subconsciously, oh, don't be like that, don't cry, like, don't express how you really feel. And obviously, it's different for everyone. Some people may learn that, like, crying is how they get what they want. But <laughs> um, or she also gave the example of, you know, being shamed for your dress being too short, being shamed for dancing, and then it makes you feel like your femininity isn't safe, so you run towards more masculine energy. Dating from your feminine energy can look like not planning the first date, letting the man plan. Not paying on the first date, even 50-50. Like, don't do that. And instead, say thank you and, like, accept it. Accepting compliments. Like, don't downplay yourself. Don't be like, oh, no, I'm just thinking I'm so ugly, actually. It's like, say thank you and just be happy about it. Like, accepting, receiving. I feel like this can be important because I think a lot of women who are dating men feel can often feel, you know, underappreciated or like the man doesn't really want to put much effort in or the man wants to be chased, which, you know, according to this article is not masculine energy. You're supposed to be not necessarily the one chasing, but like, the man is not the prize, okay? So I think when it comes down to it, you know, it really practically, logically, you know, regardless of all these, like, vibes, energies, woo-woo-woo, um, I think it comes down to setting boundaries and being firm in your standards. And that may sound a little masculine energy vibes, but you don't need to express these boundaries. What I've learned is you don't, you need to, like, say it. You need to show it through your actions. So... If a guy is like, oh, I really want to spend time with you. And you're like, great, what did you have in mind? And he's like, do you want to come over? (laughs) And in your mind, you're like, "I first of all, I'm not comfortable with that. Also, I like to be taken out, you know, especially if I don't know you that well. I want to be safe, but also I want to feel important and, like, special. And, like, you actually want to get to know me and you don't just want some girl to come over. I could be anyone. You don't care really about knowing me. But... I feel like taking the, the feminine energy approach to that is just being like, you know, we're going to prove with our actions that we're not going to do that. So we're not going to do that. Um, and then you don't have to say directly, like I am, I mean, it's like, I'm not promoting, don't be direct. But as far as like this vibe goes, it really is just more so about the actions than the words. But you can still be like polite and... I don't know, because I, I feel like also... There's this whole thing, you know, recently, especially of men being like, oh, women, females these days just have so many standards and they're so entitled and blah, blah, blah. And I low-key, I feel like what they mean, I mean, obviously there's just bullshitters who are just going to talk, but like there's a way to ask for what you want without sounding entitled I guess is the point I'm trying to make and it's like it's one thing if like a dude literally thinks that anything besides you coming to his house is like oh you're so entitled but it's like if you're gonna just be like oh no I don't do that you need to take me out I need someone who's gonna spend money on me like that doesn't really create the vibe of like oh okay I want to do it for you then it's like maybe on some men that would work but with most, no. Like, that's just going to create a hostile environment. But you can still, like, get that by, again, like, using your actions. And then just, like, with your words, you just, like, are nice and like, cute. And that's kind of, like, the name of the game. You know? I hope that makes sense. And, like, it's not about playing games or anything. But it's just, like, I don't need to get... I don't... I'm not entitled. I just know what... I'm comfortable with and what I expect and like, I I know how I want to be treated in a romantic relationship or in dating and I know the kind of relationship that I would want. So therefore, anything that's below that, like I'm not even going to waste my energy like, oh, I need someone who's going to, like, yeah, I don't know. It's like, I, I don't need to nag you or tell you what to do because it's like, why would it like... You know, I hope this is making sense and like coming across the way I want it to, but <laughs> actions speak louder than words. Um also with things like I don't know, going to your sneaky link. Why do you have a sneaky link, bro? Like, unless that's something you actually want, like I see the TikToks all the time. Oh, when you're when you're so over him, but he asks you to come over at four AM and they're like packing back. It's like okay. That's another thing. It's like You may say over text, no, I don't want to see you anymore. But then your actions are showing, oh, you do want to see them. (laughs) So it's like you need to be clear in yourself and you need to put your actions, like, first, you know. Um, Also, I feel like it comes down to, like, listening to red flags and following your intuition. Um, You know, if you're getting, like, an off vibe from someone or from a dude... (laughs) Um, maybe even before the first date or on the first date, it's like really listen to that and don't be in that lack mindset of like, oh, I just want to see because like, I don't know, I feel like a lot of us put up with bullshit because we're just afraid that no one better is going to come along. But it's like, something will better come Something better will come along. Okay. So we need to just like trust that. And, you know, if someone's not giving you the vibes that you want, if someone's giving you bad vibes, Disgusting vibes. (laughs) I am no longer interested. Thank you so much. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, So, I do kind of, like, feel this. um, You know, when it does... I do feel this in the sense of, like, having standards. Actions speak louder than words. Setting boundaries. Don't do stuff you're not comfortable with. Um... And I think also being open to receiving. I just feel like for myself, I don't know. I guess you could say, like, maybe I have gotten more comfortable in my feminine energy because I just think about how my interactions with guys I would like, guys I liked would be, you know, when I was 18, 19. And I just remember feeling like, I don't know, it's like I had to plan everything I had to be the one to ask them to hang out um it was just a very different vibe and now I just feel like it's changed a lot and I feel like I've just gotten more comfortable you know asking for what I want in that way and like in the hee hee ha ha way (sighs) what does that even mean um and you know just receiving accepting like If someone gives you a compliment, accept it. Say thank you. Um, And I just feel like my experiences have been a lot better as a result of that. So just like, yeah. Um, But so I, I kind of agree with all of that. 100% am I, like, gonna start making TikToks about how to tap into your divine energy, your divine feminine energy? No. But I do kind of, like, see the point of it, and I do relate to it somewhat in that way. Like, y'all know I'm very logical and just, like, oh, not my masculine energy coming out. But, you know, I'm, like, a very down-to-earth person. Like, I I do love in astrology. I kind of like some of this vibe talk sometimes. But... There's also just, like, facts. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's not like I'm, like, oh, only logic. And, but, you know, it's, like, so let me just explain. The red flags start coming in, okay? Like, I saw this one girl post something that was, like, what did she? I literally wrote down what she said. I forget what the sound was. But it's, like, oh, remember the days before hookup culture when women knew the power of their divine feminine? And she put like, cat emojis. And it's, like, Bro. You mean... Someone actually had a really good comment. Um, Yeah, and women were reliant on men, but men could just sleep around and leave. Or leave. Um, And then someone else said, yeah, when women were forced into marriages just to get away from their dads controlling everything, to then have their husband assume that role. Um, And then talking about, like, you know, the true feminists who actually fought with their lives to protect women's freedom... So a lot it can kind of turn into this very patriarchal thing and that vibe of like oh the old days used to be so much better. It's like when women were like housewives and getting drugged and drugging themselves because their lives were so miserable and they were so bored getting lobotomies. <laughs> like I feel like that too um like the very very traditional roles um of the man being the breadwinner and the woman I don't know. It's one thing if like, that's what you want to do, but I feel like sometimes that can be very romanticized. Um, and I know on this podcast, we've talked before about the unequal divide of labor in heterosexual marriages and how it's just like, Oh, she, all, all the wife does is just take care of the kids in the house. That's so easy. You do nothing, but it's really like so much emotional labor, Unpaid housework, labor, like literally keeping the household together, and it just kind of goes like overlooked. Um, and you know, just how the classic example of like how the woman is the real parent, and then the dad is just kind of like there, not really raising the kids, just like playing with them. Like, I don't know. Um, and then also the classic statistic of unmarried childless women being the happiest subgroup. How women are far more happier after divorce than men. Um. So all all this talk like oh back in the old days yeah there's not romance like our grandparents' generation anymore. It's like they didn't have an option to leave their husbands. Like, bitch, they weren't allowed to work. Like they, like what? And then if, it's, like, if you really get the tea from these older generations, it's, like, oh, yeah. Like, there was this TikTok where this girl was filming her grandma at, like, the grandpa's grave, at her husband's grave. And she was, like, oh, yeah, he miss him. He just did <laughs> What did she say? She's, like, he just didn't know where home was on the weekends. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I really miss love, like, our grandparents. It's, like, bro, like, people just don't think. Like, people don't use their brains and look at, like, what was actually going on? Like they didn't stay together because they, their love was like just so, Oh, they were so in love. Like, no, they just didn't. The woman just didn't have an option. And there just like, weren't all these other options. Um, so yeah. And then there was this whole thread on Twitter about, I mean, I guess about that, like not romantic. like be careful romanticizing um, that kind of relationship and like being 100% reliant on a man. And then people were talking about how, you know, um, wedding rings and, you know, diamonds were really like a portable bank account for the woman. So she had like a safety net if she needed to leave because, you know, it's like you wouldn't have your own bank account. You wouldn't have your own money. So you needed something, like, in case of emergency. And that's kind of, like, where that comes from. Or, like, someone was talking about how they're... I think it was, like, a personal story of them. But someone gifted her these, like, gold bracelets. And they were just kind of, like, random. Like, they... It was just, like, literally... I don't know. Like, she was confused. And they had to explain to her, like, you need to keep these in case you need to get the fuck out. And you can sell these and then you'll have money. Um... (laughs) So it can definitely become very extreme and, like, kind of, like, just be the opposite of – it can take a 180 really quick, you know? Um, So just, like, be careful who you get your advice from. And I guess that's why it's, like, hard for me to 100% fuck with, like – I don't necessarily want to say the spiritual community because it's, like, what do you mean? Like, (laughs) you know? But it's just, like, so much – So many of these creators, but they're just really, like, the actual complete opposite. Like, they'll just have one post where it's, like, all of a sudden, like, oh. So you actually are kind of, like, giving me Make America Great Again vibes. Like, but it's kind of masked by this, like, new agey. And, dude, same with, like, the vegan community. Not to get into all of that, but it's, like, oh, my God. Just, like, dude, that's the thing. It's, like people can present themselves however they want. Like, they can buy all the props and the accessories and, like, make it look like... Like, just because you're able to get, like, all these huge crystals in your house doesn't necessarily mean that, like, you're enlightened or, like... Like, not that I am or that I have any place to, like, say who is and who isn't, but, like... You just gotta find people that you fuck with, truly, and, like, I don't know. It's just, like... All the external bullshit just like doesn't matter. Like, I don't know. That's kind of kind of vague, kind of all over the place. But anyway, I would love to know your thoughts on this kind of new trend. Do you relate to it? Does it resonate with you? What are your thoughts? Do you kind of see the red flags I'm talking about? Have you seen it for yourself? Um, have you had experience dating in your feminine energy? <laughs> bro, this helicopter is still here. Another topic. Someone asked me this on Instagram, but they asked how to get out of it in an addictive, toxic relationship. And I thought we could talk about this because I feel like this is something we have all dealt with at some degree, even if it has never, even if you've never experienced a truly like abusive relationship. Um, I feel like we've all kind of, you know, had someone that maybe we knew wasn't good for us, but then it's like they text us when he texts you W Y D and you're already packing your bags. Okay, we get it. So I found this article into int- intuitivehealingnyc.com, the science behind toxic relationships and breaking free. This was very insightful. But before we start this, I would also recommend that you read why does he do that? Because I know for me, it's really helped. Not that like I, you know, I've recently experienced a talk or like abusive relationship or anything like just disclaimer but when you have that book especially when you have like a list of like red flags in your face or like the first part of the book they describe the different types of like abusive men when you're reading the facts in your face it's like oh like this isn't just like a hee hee ha ha it's like these are warning early signs and i need to get the fuck out before this gets any worse so definitely read that book, even if you're not experiencing anything currently. I just, I, like I always like, say about that book, I just think it's important to read if you have any contact with men, literally at all. <laughs> any, but especially if you are in a toxic relationship or an abusive relationship, like that book is really, really helpful. I'll link it down below. Um, so this article, I'm just going to give y'all like a summary as I kind of go through it. It was, like, too much to even, like, take notes on because I was like, this is all important. It's not even that long of an article, though. But anyway, so why are toxic relationships so addictive? They can feel addictive because the highs are highs and the lows are lows. Um, this has some biological underpinnings. Our nervous system registers our initial attachments, you know, in childhood as the norm, and we become biologically addicted to this type of attachment. If we were brought up in validating loving environments, we will stray away from chaotic, abusive, or neglectful relationships later. However, if we were brought up in chaotic or toxic environments, this will feel safe to us, and therefore we will anxiously attach to this type of bond. I really think of, like, Carrie from Sex and the City when she starts dating Aiden, and she's just, like, waiting for something to go wrong because she's not used to... I mean, and we don't really get too much of a backstory on her... So I was like, who knows? Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, But because she's not used to someone just caring for her and, like, not bringing all this drama and not, you know, creating these high highs and low lows, she, like, feels like something is wrong. When really he just wanted to, like, be there for her and is just acting like a good boyfriend. Um, And then she goes back to emotionally unavailable big and it's like says why she was so annoying okay anyway um the other aspect of attachment is chemical people in love have similar activity in their brain reward circuits as those (laughs) addicted to substances when dopamine is released in the brain you know it's triggered it's like oh my god i want to feel it again so in toxic relationships you know, the high highs feel so good because they're in contrast to such low lows. So when things are good, it's like, obviously they're going to, maybe not obviously, but they're going to feel that much better because the contrast was like so different than if you just have like something that's steady and like not all over the place. Um, so then there's like some signs of how to know you're in a toxic relationship, signs that, you know, you're being emotionally abused, that you're in a trauma bond, etc. I will link this down below. Um, so then there was some tips to break free from the addiction or trauma bond. Number one, do the work on yourself to understand your past traumas. Number two, ask yourself what is being activated in you around certain people and in certain relationships. Number three, bitch, boundaries. Set physical, emotional, mental, material, and energetic boundaries in the important relationships in your life. Number four, individuate. Ask yourself what are five things I need and five things I want in my relationship. And number five, put yourself first. We learned early in our primary, primary relationships what we had to do to receive love, and oftentimes this meant giving up our own needs to serve somebody else. The chaos, unpredictability, abuse, pain, and suffering feel safe when they were entangled with love. It can feel very scary to break free from a trauma bond in favor of a healthy relationship because that healthy relationship feels foreign. The The familiarity of the pain feels like safety. So just kind of like understanding, I feel like knowing what is actually happening in our brains, like when we make certain choices or when we attract certain people, it's just so much more validating because... It's not like you're just like oh i feel crazy i feel stupid like why am i so dumb for going back to him like whatever it's like oh this is actually what's happening in my brain and like you can kind of separate yourself from it a little bit you know like becoming the observer and like when the helicopter finally stops like 80 minutes later um and yeah validating your experience and that book why does he do that also is very validating Because oftentimes, too, especially when you're in a situation like this, and, you know, sometimes your partner's nice to you, sometimes they're not, like, whatever, it's like, you can really start to doubt yourself and your own intuition because they're making you feel crazy, which is what gaslighting is, um, so to literally see in black and white, like, this is what's happening, and this is what they're doing to you, it's like, oh, I'm not psychotic, this is a horrible experience. Um, so I hope that's helpful, I will link this article down below because I feel like it is very helpful, um. And, you know, I just feel like there's also such a range. There's, like, obviously very abusive relationships. But then there's also just kind of, like, I don't know, that guy that hits you up every few months and you just always find yourself going back to him, even though you know, like, he's out. Like, why is he only hitting me up every four months at 2 a.m.? Like, and why am I okay with then, like, getting into that if that's not something I really actually want and am fulfilled? From? You know... Put yourself first, bitch. Don't accept bullshit. I saw another TikTok. This girl was like, if we all stopped accepting bullshit, bullshit would stop being served. Just saying. Um, so anyway, that's all I have to talk about today. But I hope you guys enjoyed my speech. Thank you so much. Um, as always, don't forget to screenshot this. Not the camera. Shutting off again? Like, why, bro? Why? Don't forget to screenshot this, tag me on IG, all of that, and I will talk to you guys next week.